Welcome to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. This is episode 36, live from New Zealand in our camper van, all about the pros and cons of camper vanning. So before we get into this episode, if you want to get a visual of van life and check out all the adventures we're having in New Zealand, head over to our YouTube channel. We are releasing tons of videos all about our traveling through New Zealand in a van. We have a bunch ready to go. We're just waiting to get some fast Wi-Fi so we can actually upload them, which hashtag New Zealand problems. So go over to Kim and Aaron G on YouTube, subscribe. There's already tons of travel videos you can check out and follow along with our adventure around the world because we are just getting started, my friend. That. Welcome back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> welcome back. Um, if you are coming back, welcome to the podcast. If you are new to the podcast, we are your hosts, Kim and Aaron G. We are healthcare travelers ourselves. We have been ourselves. Ourselves. We have been. We've been traveling for about eight years, and we are currently traveling, not working, in a camper van through New Zealand. Which is kicking off an entire year of travel. We're traveling the world. For the year, we just did a couple episodes about it, so go back, check it out, listen if you haven't already. Welcome to the show. This yeah. is this is going to be a fun episode because we've gotten so many questions. So, like Aaron said, we are currently in a van right mm -hmm. now. We are recording this in a van. It's a little hot because we have all the windows shut, so we can it's get good. Super sound. windy outside, yeah. um, and we are we are living in a van, and we've been getting lots of questions about what it's like not only to be traveling through New Zealand, but to be living in a van. And this is something that is brand new to us. We've never done anything like this before. We've both been camping. We've both been traveling in RVs, but not this kind of type of travel. No. And we and we touched on it last week a little bit, um, but we actually realized when we got off from the last week's episode that we didn't really touch exactly on the topics that we wanted to hit on specifically to living in a van. Yeah. And we wanted to keep it super real, super honest and go over the pros and cons. Again, this is our own experience, but for anybody who's contemplating, you know, coming to New Zealand, doing a camper van thing or going anywhere and doing a camper van thing. It's like a huge thing now. It's like all the cool kids are wanting to like live in a van. Yeah. Um, hopefully this episode will give you a sneak peek so you can decide whether it sounds like something fun or not for you. Right. Perfect. Okay. So first off, let's start with why a camper van. Okay. So New Zealand is a very camping camper van friendly country. Yes. It is like a whole culture here. This is what people do. They get camper vans, there's or they have tents. There's just tons of campgrounds and I mean literally there's like a campground every mile of the road. You yeah. literally see more campgrounds than you see hotels. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. It's like a thing. So mm -hmm. the first thing when I started researching New Zealand, it was all, all these blogs and all these things came up about camper vanning. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those things that you never knew existed until you dig in and you realize, oh, there's a whole and world you're late to the party. and a whole community <laughs> of people that when they come to New Zealand, this is kind of what they do. It's a camping type of country. Yes. And so 
when we were making the decision whether to come or how we wanted to travel around New Zealand, because here's the thing with New Zealand, it's it's a um, a country that's divided. So it's a North Island and a South Island, mm-hmm. and it's divided by water. Yeah. So it's when you come to New Zealand, there's going to be lots of things that you're going to want to experience and see and check out. So it's not like you're just going to go to one area. Right. And you're looking at, you know, from the North Island, and we know this by experience, um, it took us about eight, nine, nine hours, 10 hours, actually way more than that, actually. So it was about 10 to 12 hours total if you drove from the top to the bottom of the North Island. And we we actually did that. Well, by accident. Yeah. I think we talked about that in the last podcast that we we drove in the wrong direction. Yeah. But the point here is that to really get the full experience, you're going to be moving around. Like, you're not just going to Auckland or, you know, Queenstown. Like, you come to New Zealand to see a bunch of different things that involves camping and hiking and being in the mountains and all these different places you want to explore. So, you're going to be traveling around. You can do that through, there's tours and buses and stuff you can take. We're not focusing on that in this podcast. If you want to travel... Um, and have your own experience, you can either get a camp van, camper van like we did or rent a car mm-hmm. and travel around from place to place get and stay in hotels or, or tents tent, yeah. or cabins, mm-hmm. something like that. And you can either take a ferry over from the North Island to the South Island, which is what we did, or you can fly. Oh, yeah, that's true. But if you if you have a car... And you're and you've rented a car, then you're gonna want to take the ferry because you drive onto the ferry and it takes you over to the South yeah, Island. Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact you could fly from Auckland to Christchurch, Christchurch back to Auckland. Yeah, so you could. Be, no, no, no. I mean, you could. There's lots of different ways that you can do it. Yeah. You know, we're we're obviously speaking specifically about camper vanning, um, but there's lots of different ways that you can do that. So, after doing tons of research. We decided we wanted to do the camper van. Like, we've never had that. We thought it'd be a cool experience. We didn't know what to really expect, but we thought it's a New Zealand thing to do. It just seems like the right thing to do. It felt I don't know. Like, like, yeah. Even, like, the thought of it now of renting a car, driving around, finding a hotel, it just doesn't seem like the culture here. Yeah. You know, like, this is where you meet people... There's lots of people on the road. You know, it's like the juicy culture. Like, we rented a juicy van. And literally, it's like boat people or motorcycle people. Mm-hmm. They Every time we pass a juicy, they wave. Everyone waves. And There's it, all these people in all kinds of different camper vans. And yeah. you, they're everywhere. There's Brits and juicy and some crazy painted ones. and like, Yeah. There's, so there's tons of different companies you can choose from. Um, and it can be kind of overwhelming. We ended up going with Juicy because it was reasonably priced and they had the camper van that I wanted that had a potty in it Yes. because anyone who knows me knows that I am pretty much living in the bathroom because I drink a lot of water and have a small bladder. Yes, you do. So that's been a really nice, um, perk. And also the way the campgrounds work here, they're everywhere again. And we've had no problem just as a side note. We've had no problem, like, just pulling into a campground and getting a site. Right. Like, they, they haven't been booked out. We're at the end of summer, so we're kind of at the end, the shoulder season of the touristy 
um, season here in New Zealand, but we haven't had any problems. No. But there's different levels. So there's holiday parks, which is pretty much where we've been staying. And those are going to have, they're going to be the most expensive. We've been paying like 28 bucks a night on average, but they're going to have your power. They're going to have 28 US. Right. A night. Right. right. Okay. Um, you're going to have your power, your showers, your laundry. Your dump stations. Kitchen. It's yeah. going to basically have everything that you need. Mm -hmm. But there's also these really cool campsites all throughout New Zealand, and they're called Freedom Sites. Yes. And we actually haven't stayed at one because we need to charge everything well, right. at night. And that, right. And that's the one thing with the Freedom Sites. You have to have a self-contained vehicle, which means you have to have some sort of a potty. Um, in it and your your van will say self-contained vehicle it's like a sticker um, they actually have these um, warrant of electrical fitness I've seen that we've had to check that um, box I don't really understand that I think it's just a matter of um, we have everything contained electrically so we can be out on our own because that's the thing at the freedom campsites you can go there and you can camp for free you right. have it costs nothing to you but there's no potties there's no showers there's no electricity you are just on your own so you have to be in one of these self-contained vehicles which is another reason why we chose this particular um, van right and so if we would have went to the freedom one thing that again you can save tons of money i mean obviously you can pull into a, a a parking spot and have some and they're actually really beautiful because they're usually on the water especially on the south island they're they're great but we need to charge our computers because we are doing our podcast from the road we are trying to do youtube videos on the road so we edit and we have our camera equipment so we need to be able to charge every night and the only way to do that is to plug in yeah exactly now this van is solar powered but um, I, it doesn't have enough juice to be able to charge all the things that we need to charge. So anyways, that's kind of our own, like that's our own like personal right. thing that we require. Yes. But if you don't have a bunch of stuff to charge, then the freedom camping is a great Perfect. option. All right, so let's get into the cost of camper vanning versus hotels. Because this rip. is like another thing. Um, looking at like what's, what's the cheapest way to do it. Right. Here's the thing. So with camper vanning, and I'm just going to be like super specific with numbers because I think that's helpful. So we paid $2,629 to rent this van for 20 days. Granted, it is we are considered in the higher season. So if this was, say, in fall or in winter, it would be much, much cheaper. Like prices cut in half. But also we did the pricing from uh, we were going to go in December. And the difference between December and February was a difference of like $3,000. Yeah. So December insane. is like the peak, peak start of summer and the prices are outrageous. So yeah. February, March was Perfect a good time. time because we still have absolutely beautiful, insane weather, mm -hmm. but it was a little bit cheaper. But if you would have came, if you come in March, April, it's going to be even cheaper than what I'm, right. the prices I'm quoting. So it ended up being $131 a day we're paying to be in this van. Okay. Yeah. Now we also have to stay at a campground every single night. Like we mentioned, we're not staying at the free ones or we haven't yet. So every night we go to a campground and that's averaged about $30 a night. So we're paying about $160 a day just for our accommodations, right? Right. Okay. So to put that into perspective, where we currently are right now, because we're, I'm going to do this versus if you were, if you rented a car and you were okay. getting a hotel or a cabin or something like that. Because here's the thing, almost every single park that we've gone to has had 
cabins. Yes. Like these little cute units cabins, that you can stay dorms, in. Like they have had it all. So that's been really cool to see because you could stay everywhere we've stayed, but you're just staying in a cabin opposed to a tent or a camper van. Yeah, we literally, Kim was going to go rent a room and I was going to stay in the van. And she was going to go True have story. her little, like... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go and just, like, have a night in a normal room and get out of the van. Mm -hmm. And you can hang out in the van. Yeah. And She said I could come and knock and we could act like I was, like, hitting on her. And you then, could come like, in and cuddle and, yeah. like, Service get dirty you. Yeah. and then leave. Yeah. That's ideal. And then I go back to my van. And make me dinner. And then you can go. Wow. Yeah. Run a <laughs> steep bargain. <laughs> okay. So, our campsite here was $28 for the night. A cabin here, the place that I'm going to go rent for the night, is $85 a night. So that's quite a big difference. And that's um, U.S. 85 Yeah. It's wow. all translated to U.S. And then um, I did just, I quickly looked at just hotels and stuff around this area to kind of get an idea of how much it would be if we did get hotels. And they were over $100. So like $115, $120, depending on how basic you wanted to mm -hmm. go. Okay. Renting a car averaged about $65 a day. Yep. So all in all, it's about the same price. So if you're paying for the car every day plus a hotel, it, it, like it averaged out about the same price as we're paying for a camper van and the holiday. Yeah. And the one thing that you guys are probably thinking of is gas. And we have driven, like we said, six and a half hours in the wrong direction, which took us all the way to the very Northern tip of the Northern Island um, drove all the way through, and now we are currently driving through uh, the South Island. We have been here how many days now? We've, we've been, been here, here three days. Three days? No, we've been total, like Four total days. since we've been driving. Since we've been driving, we we picked up the via, the van on like the twentieth, and so today is the twentieth. So eight days we've been driving. We've filled up five times. And that has run us about sixty dollars US. Yeah, and the gas is ex yeah, gas is expensive here it too. Is. And these things aren't easy on gas. No, they're not, especially when you're going uphill and they're they're steep climbs and, and things like that, and they're heavy. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying. So five days, uh, five fill ups in eight days. And the driving here again is not straight like highways. It's no. mountain roads. It's crazy roads. And you're driving on the opposite side. So we yeah. should mention that too. That's been quite a We did talk about that in the last podcast. The other thing with the van is, yes, it seems like whether you're staying in a camper van or a car in a hotel type of vibe, it's, it's going to be around the same price. But one thing that we have with the camper van is that we can make meals yes. in this. So that saves us from having to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner out at a restaurant every single day. Which, that Getting being coffee, said... Well, some of them have it, I guess. Hotels. Since we've been here, we've been in the Abel uh, Tasman National Park, which is insanely beautiful. And since we've been here, we've, we've ate out every single well, meal. Well, they actually have decent restaurants in our camper, like campground. Yeah. I mean, they have things to choose from. There's multiple restaurants. And they're really good. And honestly, and they have beer on draft and really good wine. It, 
it's been really nice. Like, yeah. and there's a little cart here that has amazing smoothies and like yeah. coffee and healthy foods and all of that. And so it's kind of been a treat. So we have not been cooking in the camper van. No. We have been walking over and eating out pretty much every meal. But as we tomorrow we're going to the west coast and then we're going into mount cook national park there's not going to be a ton it's of be more isolated exactly so having the camper van is helpful for those for that right because we also have a little fridge so kim and i have four things of soup we have bread we have apples we have apples we have peanut butter we have jelly we have coffee so like those things are sustainable that can take us wherever we go we don't have to always find a restaurant which saves you money exactly exactly so yeah okay so let's go into the pros. Okay. So we're going to break this into the pros and the cons. And we might even have, Aaron and I have different. We will. Like thoughts on this. And mm -hmm. so we'll just kind of run through it. So number one, a huge pro I think is that you're taking everything with you as you go. So you don't have to necessarily pack up your suitcase and leave and and like unpack Pack every single day like, your stuff is coming with you 100 percent, absolutely agree with your pro on that one but you but on the flip side of that which is kind of a con but it goes into that subject you do have to pack up because you have to make sure everything is put away because you can't drive away with all of your stuff just scattered because shit flies everywhere. Correct. And so you kind of do have to pack up, but everything that we are currently using is somewhere in this van. Correct. Which is nice. Correct. Okay. I think the one pro that I love is you get to wake up in beautiful places and sit outside in nature. Now me, I am literally a person no matter where I am that I could sit outside until it is so pitch dark that it's time to come to sleep. Yeah. Like I literally, that that is just always how I have been. Um, I've always had a swing or something, a rocker outside that literally when I got off work or when I left school, I would come home and sit on that until it was time to come in to go to bed. Yeah. Um, and so I love that being able to sit outside and have a view of usually the ocean or some beautiful mountain range or just something really cool to look at and be outside. Yeah. And I mean, we have camping chairs and a little table, so we will sit outside. We'll have a glass of wine. Like the first night that we were at, yeah. at the beach, like we sat, we had music going, we had wine. It was a beautiful night, had dinner outside. Yes. That was really cool. And then in the morning, the last place we were at, we were right on a stream. And so it's like, I made my coffee and just went and sat and looked at the stream and now there were, we're lambs coming up. Now we're on a beach. So that part I love that you can get off the beaten path in places that normally you wouldn't go to because there's not a hotel and you're able to park it up, go to and, and, and wake up in beautiful places and just kind of be out in nature. And I love that. part. Well, of And there's something about I really feel like camper vanning people like they respect your privacy, even though you are close. Yeah. So you can talk. Good morning. How are you? But you're not going to start a conversation typically so you feel like you have like acres and acres of property People, I, yeah it's really bizarre because i feel like if i came out of my patio at a hotel and my neighbor was out there to be like, hey buddy how's it going like i don't know it's a different mentality There's an understanding because we're all in this together everybody wants their own privacy everybody wants to be able to get out and not have somebody right in their face talking to them and so it is it's like this everybody's friendly but we all kind of stick to our own plot you of land your, yeah you and stick it, to and your it own. just seems bigger. <coughs> like there's been a lady reading under her little, um, with her glasses of wine 
every night, every mm-hmm. day, and she sits right next to us. But we've said hi, I you know said hi, but she just does her thing and we do our yeah. thing, and it just literally feels like I have acres and acres of property. The one thing that is very different here in New Zealand versus United States when it comes to camping is that when places I've been camping in the United States, you have your own private little yeah. site. There's camp, there's, you know, a picnic bench. There's like, there's privacy. Yeah. <laughs> fire pit. Sometimes there's a grill and you kind of have your own space where here it's very much a plot of land and camper vans are lined up next to each other. Yeah. Like you don't have your own private space it's it's just like you're all parked next to each other yeah it's not sealed off by bushes a lot of times in the united states they make it like that and yeah you feel yeah you've got your own it's it's a lot of golfers will understand this so if you play golf it's basically like you're camping on a muni where a muni is a municipal golf course has the holes are all right next to each other whereas like a uh, a nice resort golf area is the holes are like in their own private little areas, Mm -hmm. right? So this is almost like camping at a Muni. (laughs) Cool. Okay. The other pro is that um, it's a very New Zealand thing to do. Like, I feel like we're experiencing New Zealand and... The right way. Well, I don't know if it's the right way. It's however, again, it's how you want to travel and what feels right for you. But I feel like not everywhere you travel to is camper van friendly or camping friendly new zealand is a place that it seems to fit and so i feel like we're kind of we're taking in the whole experience Mm -hmm. um and i like that i like that we're gonna walk away being like wow okay we we did that and that was a really cool experience we checked the box i don't know if we'll do it again but well and i think that's yeah i think we'll get into that in the cons but i think it, it can be a pro is you can also choose how much money you want to spend to make your life a little bit more easier, right? I mean, you could get one of these big Brits campers, That's and those things have a living room, a bedroom, a, a full kitchen, like a dining room. I mean, these things are massive. But we chose to be a little bit simpler because you didn't want me driving a huge vehicle right. on the left side of the road when I haven't ever really experienced that. So we wanted to stick as small as possible with what we wanted to do. Right. Like p- potty, kitchen, no, that's that's actually a good point. I'm glad that you brought that up because there are there's different levels. So yeah. again, if you wanted to go cheaper, there's smaller vans oh, yeah. that that don't have a potty or that like literally we've seen people that are in minivans where there's no like you basically there's, there's the bed but then the back opens up and the back has like the kitchen area but you are utilizing it through the the back end of the vehicle and it's not like you're standing in it like we are in our van. Do you see these people? It's called van from another planet mm-hmm. and it basically pops out of the roof. It's a tent and then it has a ladder and you have to climb up to the top of the roof and it's just a tent on top of a van. Yeah, that's. I'm looking at it right now. Actually, that's really kind of wild. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so so there's many types. There's so you can pick based off your budget. We're in, in kind of like a mid range. So yeah, you can go much cheaper and, and you smaller. Can go much more expensive. Exactly. So it, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah. there are different. But I think that, that leads that. into the other pro is you can pull over at pretty much any stop and make lunch and just take a nap if you wanted to and i think that was one of my favorite days was we were leaving piha beach before we drove six hours in the wrong direction Mm. and we had been told about uh these falls that we wanted to go to kite kite which is how it's spelled but it's keet keet or something keet keet falls and 
we drove there, we walked the falls, we came back, and we knew we had a long drive, but it was beautiful, and we just literally opened up the doors, Kim made peanut butter and jellies and apples and hummus and pretzels, and we had diet sodas and coffee, and we just sat there mm-hmm. out on a little picnic. Right. It was so awesome. I know. I love that because it really gives you the freedom to be able to, to stop whenever you want because the, the thing with New Zealand is there's so many beautiful areas that mm-hmm. you want to just pull over. Mm-hmm. And so in a camper van, like I said, you can do that and you can make lunch and you can sit there as long as you want. You can take a nap and then you can get back on the road when you're ready. And I love having that kind of freedom. Yeah. The other part of that, especially for me, and not everybody will think this is amazing, but you can go potty whenever you want. So we're sitting there on the side of the road having lunch, and I can go and use the potty in the camper van without having to find a gas station and all the things that come with me in in road trips, typically. Right. So that's been a game changer. I still do have to pull over. I did ask if she wanted to climb through the back. But she can't take her eyes off the no. road. The co-pilot, A, can't leave the cabin. B, the fucking cabin. you're going like 100 miles an hour. I am not. 100 kilometers per hour, which is 63. Down 63. crazy windy roads where literally the van is like going from side to side. So for me to even physically try to crawl back here... Is a I would dangerous have you do act. it during a straightaway. I would not have you do it during a windy the windy road. And is, on top of that, you take the turns at 75 kilometers per hour. Okay. So I'm really taking the turns at 40. The point is that the system that has worked for me yeah. is you just pull over. There's plenty of places to pull over. I jump in the back. I do my business and then I pop back up. It literally takes less well, than three minutes. Well, we've done that once. The other times we just pulled into a gas station. True. There are lots of gas stations <laughs> There too. are. Actually, now that we're on the Petrol South stations. Island, it's a lot more remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and so things will be a little bit different. It's true. All right, let's get into the cons. Okay. Did you want to add any more pros? No, I think that was pretty much it. I I do, we talked about being outside. We talked about being able to cook. We talked about being able to stop. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's really it. All right, let's jump into the cons. So this is a big one for me, is that it's really tough to keep everything clean and organized because there's not a whole lot of storage. Now, I think let's really, we say these cons, like these are things that bother us, right? These aren't things that might bother everybody. And I think even you saying it's tough to keep like clean and organized. We even have a tough time at hotels. If we stay a multiple times at hotels and we're just living out of our suitcase, you and I get irritated with that pretty quickly. We like to put things in drawers. We like to have it. Remember at the hotels, we'll actually put our stuff in drawers if we stay for three or four days. And then that way it's more organized. So this camper van has been tough because there's not much space. There's not much space. And again, this isn't, the intention isn't like, oh my gosh, like, like we're complaining about, I'm so grateful to like be in this camper van. And honestly, this has been such a cool experience. But the point of this is to say our point of view, our experience, because that's the only thing we can go off of to share what the things that have come up that have been not as easy. Right. So that you can take it into your own, you know, thought system and decide what works for you. So for me, 
I like things very orderly. I like things very clean, which again, travel in general isn't always orderly and, um, you know, well, right. And there's a lot of packing up and going and here and there. So that is an adjustment just in general for me in my life, but I also love traveling. And so it's something that is helping me be more relaxed and more flexible and just like more easygoing and letting the smaller things go where I'm looking around and I'm seeing all this clutter. And it's just like, it is what it is. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. We have things put away as much as we possibly can, but it's just like, you know, the, the, the dust is coming in and we have to sweep out all the time. So it's a little things like that, um, that, have challenged me a little bit. And then the other big thing for me is that everything is, um, a, a, it's just multiple steps. So for instance, things are a little more difficult. Yeah. If I want to go take a shower, I have to, we have a bench and there's things that are sitting on the bench. Okay. Again, I'm just walking you through the process yeah. instead of just running and jumping in the shower and getting in like you normally do at a hotel or anywhere else. You ha- I have to take everything off the bench, get into the bench. I have these packing cubes that honestly have been a game changer. They have been a lifesaver. Can you imagine if you had to dig in your suitcase? No, that would have been this, like even just going to hotels and like you said, like putting things in drawers. Now just having the packing cubes because everything is organized in the packing cu- cube. So I have my, my underwear packing cube, my uh, workout packing cube, my pajama packing cube. So I know where everything is. I just open it up and take what I need. I so literally have a travel nerd hard on right now. Oh, like really packing cubes good. have changed everything. Because it said it labels, especially mine. Mine have labels on them. So it says underwear and socks. So I just look at the label. Plus it's smaller. I grab that and I know what's in there. Yeah. I mean, it's life changing. Yeah. I've got shorts in one and, and shirts in the other. Like it, it's great. I know it's, it's honestly such a game changer. And as we continue traveling throughout the year and we are, you know, in a living out of our suitcase in a hotel, that's going to make things way it easier because yep. you can just take it out. But in the van, they're all underneath this bench. So first step, move everything out from on top of the bench. Second step, get in, rummage through, try to find my packing cubes because everything is like in this compartment. It's one of our only places to store. Then I gather all the things that I'm going to need, get my uh, bag, get my shoes, get my towel, get my coins because a lot of these you have to pay to shower. Every single one of them have. Yes, you got to get your coins, which we've forgotten a few times or you forget your towel. You got to come back. Your soap. Get your yeah, Aaron. We have for, we have a tough time with soap. Aaron has forgotten the soap like three times. Well, I forgot it in the sh- like I leave yeah. it in the shower. Then I have to walk all the way back and get it. And somebody's usually in that shower, right. and I have to wait for them. Right. And so again, we're showering in like a public place. So you have to now you get you gather all your things and you're carrying all the stuff with you. Then you're walking however far it is to go to the showers. You put in your change and and. I'm somebody who I hate wet things. I don't like water. I don't like, it just feels dirty to me at home. I always have a towel on our um, Mm -hmm. sinks because I always wipe down the water. I just don't like water. So you're going into these public bathrooms. The showers are always wet. The, the, the counters are always, everything is wet Mm -hmm. and you don't want to use your towel to wipe it down because that's the towel you're using to like dry off your body. So, like, I'm trying to get everything, like, hung up where it's not touching all the wet stuff. And, like, I'm laying out my bag. Then you put in your coin. You get five minutes to shower, which 
Do you put in your coin first or do you No. Get... I get everything I ready. Too. I even turn on the water yes. in the hot zone yep. and then put in my coin. Me too. And I have my towel around me and I'm naked and I'm ready to rock. Yep. Drop it in, and take it off, go. throw it in, and I go. Yeah. That way I get every second. And I really think that I'm going to time because I think they're jipping people. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to set up the video camera and I'm going to time it. I'm going to expose them. Oh, my gosh. No, I actually haven't had any issues. I thought five minutes is actually, like, now long. when I'm trying to wash my hair and shave and mm -hmm. all those things, it's pushing it. But it's actually, I've been like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll usually have a little bit of time left that I can just sit there for a minute. So that's been nice. Um, but then you take your shower and then you're, again in a tiny little space, wet, trying to dry yourself off, get dressed, put on your potions on your face. Then you have to go out on the wet sink and brush your teeth and the whole thing. And then come back, bring everything back. Again, yes, this isn't that crazy, but it's those little things where in a hotel, you just jump in the shower, everything's laid out, you come out. It's like, it's not, everything takes way more thought and steps and then you're like okay did I forget everything and then you come back to the van have to put everything back in its place and so it's just like a lot like by the time I get done showering I'm exhausted yeah and I and you got to think there's two of us so Kim's got her stuff then I have to come in and put my stuff away and then we like things in a certain area and then it's been shifted and thrown and then I recently just lost my necklace which I'm very upset about and I, I had a system and I, I always said that if I forget my soap, that's fine. I can buy another soap, but I don't want to lose anything else. So I had a process of what I took off. And, and in the midst of what Kim was saying, I left my necklace behind and it's gone. I know. Um, which really sucks. I'm hoping it will come back. I don't think but so. It but it is. It's like you have to keep track of every little thing. And you have to know where it is. And you're out of your norm. You're out of your norm. 100%. Completely. I mean, even something so simple, again as coffee for me in the morning mm. i don't like to talk i don't like i just i like to have quiet you like to hit on until i have my cup of coffee mm -hmm. right it's like it's my routine i love it even when i was going to work in the hospital it's like i always that was like in the morning i always had that little bit always of time non-negotiable so it's like you put on the coffee you go you, you you start getting yourself ready and all the things even at a hotel, there's usually a little coffee pot. You can just flip it on and then you go, you do, you go about your morning. Or you walk to the... Or you can walk. Right. So here it's been really nice because I've just been walking across the street and getting a cup of coffee because here's the thing with the van. You crawl down from the bunk, which sounds simple, but when you have two people in this Kim's tiny... Kim's been calling me a rhino in a tiny spot. <laughs> big, no, big rhino in a tiny, in a tiny van. Because it's like we're in this tiny little place and Aaron's like this big dude, right? You're not the most agile and <laughs> I'm, I'm up there and it's like I'm this... not the most flexible. I'm pretty yeah, agile. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's Let's not give the me right... some credit. Yeah, you're, you're super agile. You're not flexible at all. No. And so I cannot get out of the bed when Kim is in the bed. It's... I can't do without kicking her in the face hard. Pretty much. Or kneeing her or yeah. elbowing or climbing completely on top of her and flattening her. Basically. Yeah. And so, and then once you're in there, there's not a whole lot of space to no, move. You're so you're like in a sardine can. So I'm laying there in the morning, like, oh my gosh, all I want is a cup of coffee, but I have to try to get out of this bed and maneuver around 
the rhino next to me and I have to crawl on top of him to get out of the bunk and not even to mention in the middle of the night if I have to go to the bathroom I have to figure out how to crawl down she has slip and fall I, I have fell a yeah. few times so it's a whole system so I'm laying in the bed want to get down to make the coffee finally get down have to get out of the van where find there's the keys people yeah find the keys there's people around crawl out of the van put on the propane <laughs> and then get back in the van find the kettle find the coffee find the cup get everything out find the freaking bottles of water boil Which, the water right because again like kim said we can't leave them out because usually we're pulling out that next morning so you don't want to leave everything right. out and then put it all back so it's like you have to pull it out but it's nice when it's all in its space yeah because then you just put it out put it back it's there right so and then so something as simple as just getting the cup of coffee going it's just multiple and well then, and she's doing all that for one cup for oh for one, <laughs> for cup. one cup now Anyone who knows me, like, I love coffee. I happen to drink a lot of coffee. You always give me a hard time and say I drink, like, the whole pot. You do. I like to drink a lot of coffee. So I'm doing all of this work for a tiny cup of coffee that I then have to do again. But a game changer, Aaron bought me a French press. Mm -hmm. And that has actually been amazing because we were using these little steepers with paper towels that we were basically dripping the coffee and it would take like 10 minutes and it would be a tiny cup of coffee. So when I wanted to have another cup, it would be another 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Even more. Even more. Now the Actually. French press has been a game changer because it makes like a bigger cup. Yeah. 100%. Um, but those are all just like the little things that, again, it's funny because we're like, oh my gosh, we're complaining about it. But it's more, it's definitely more work. It Everything is. requires more and thought guess, and more work. I understand. So I get that completely. And even cooking, you know, we can do it, but it is, it's like turning on the burner and then it's a really small space. So one of us has to do it. We cannot help each other. Right. And so, and you're only limited to certain things, which you and I typically eat relatively healthy, yeah. which is really nice that we've had this place because they do healthy meals. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of vegan vegetarian options in New Zealand, oh. which I've never seen anywhere else in my life that almost drinking regular cow's milk is frowned upon no, in this place. Like they have more almond milk, soy milk, coconut milk, rice milk. I love the Kiwis. They are my people. And the cafe we've been going to actually has a sign. I took a picture of it. And it too. says they're no longer serving cow milk. She says we have to align with our belief system. And yeah. as of February of 2020, we will no longer be serving any cow products. Right. Which, again, not that it's wrong to drink cow milk. No. We, I personally like coconut milk or almond milk. It's just what I like because dairy milk makes me break out. But I also eat cheese. So, I mean, come on. Well, but, you eat cheese very limited because you do break out right. really bad. Thanks. No, on your chest, and <laughs> you say it all the time. You just like got like really bad. Well, like no, I'm just saying it's not like you're just like oh, I get a zit no, here and there. It's enough that that's why you don't do dairy. It's not for. I like, don't like to do a lot of dairy, but correct. I will never give up cheese. I've done that, and I like it too much. Correct. Okay, so the next part or the next con is that there's, and I'll let you take this because my my uh, house man or what are they called? Like groundskeeper? Groundskeeper? You're the groundskeeper? Or am I like the steward? The steward. The steward. Yeah. You're the groundskeeper. Well, there's and chores again, that come with van life. There are chores and there's things that you have to think about. And, you know, I'm a little over the top. But, like, right now, our potty is starting to stink. Starting and to? It smells like a... 
and we're not even pooping in there. To keep it real, we don't poop in there. No. We could, but that's a tinkle potty. It's a tinkle potty. It smells like it's a, sewage. It's a nighttime Yikes. and early morning tinkle potty slash emergency on the, on the road. road tinkle yeah. potty. It's the thing is, is um, we've emptied it three or four times, which I probably shouldn't have. And you spilled um, it all over yourself the first time. No, because they had it laced with those smelling good chemicals, those blue, like smell good things. And now I've emptied it so many times that those are gone. Mm -hmm. So now it's just the residual of all the other potties that people have had. They just rinse them out with those chemicals. So that tank stinks. And now when we open that, we're starting to smell it a little bit more. So I need to keep emptying it. Maybe we can buy something, some fragrances that will make it smell better. But just it is it is part of it. Um, and I just, I understand that these chores come with it. And it's filling. So say with the chores. It are. is. It's making sure that we have potty water, which is another tank. Then we have an 80 liter tank that we have to fill that runs the shower and the sink. Not that we shower in here. It's we don't shower. Because, one, I have to leave the door open to potty. I cannot close that door or else my shoulders Big push rhino through. and a little potty. Right, so you can tell the depth of it. But it is enough that you could close the door. Kim can close the door. Yeah. Um, but it is like an enclosed space, which is great. Um, but we would not shower in there because, one, I couldn't move and I'd be showering all over it's like the over kitchen. like over the toilet. Right. It's very um, Asia. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is there, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so it would be the shower and the sink, which I have to fill. And then they have the drain of that. So the drain of the sink and the drain of the shower drain. So all cleanish water, not, not a uh, sewer water. Um, there's a tank for that, that I have to empty. And then there's obviously the potty that I have to empty. Yeah. Um, and so those are the, and the propane I have to turn mm -hmm. off and on and there's a key to unlock it and the power for the vehicle. Yeah. So there's, there's chores that come along with being in the van. Again, it's not like that in-depth stuff, but it's always like we were thinking we had to like walk through it today. Okay, there's nobody over there. So should we put everything away and drive over to empty out the tanks and all that now? Or do we risk it and do it in the morning? But what if somebody's, you know, because oh, it's near a campsite where if well, there's another Well, I found car now, like I'm going to drive back to where we exit. Um, there's a massive open area where there's nobody there and it's on the way out and there's so many of those water stations that I'll just fill up Perfect. before we leave. Perfect. Um, so again, it's just something to think about. It's a step in the process that we have to think about in our daily life and our routine. Which is right. Which is crazy because I feel like there's so many people that live in camper vans and they have to do even more when it comes down to like RVing. Oh gosh. Like yeah. leveling and they have to make sure all these things are plugged in and yep. all this crazy stuff. So there are chores that come with it. And I guess I just, I knew that going in. Is it easy? No. Does it bother me? No. No. And there's chores that come with living in a house, right? Correct. Right. I think it's just like the, um, when it comes to traveling this way, right? right? And, and some people love RV life. Um, I don't know if I'm one of them. Right. Just being honest. Like I love a lot that comes into it, but I also don't love the steps and the process of everything just feels a little bit harder, a little bit more challenging for me than just, I like ease. I like flow. I, I just, I like things to be simple and organized. And this just feels a little bit like more work than I actually like to do. Well, I think for me, honest. like, here's my thing. So for me, I want to try one more time and I want to drive from Jacksonville to Banff. Um, 
Canada mm-hmm. to do our last Orange Theory, but I want to do it in a decent size RV. Yeah. And I want to see how you feel when there's storage so that our suitcases don't have to sit in the cabin and then come back in the back when we have to leave. They sit underneath. There's drawers. There's a bedroom. There's a living room. And I don't mind the chores that come with it. So if you had all that separation, I wonder how you would feel. Well, and that's interesting because there's a lot of healthcare travelers that travel in RVs. And we actually thought about it. And so when we would kind of run through it, we realized that it wasn't for us, at least right now. But we were like, what do we, what would we require to feel, again, this is your home. Like this is your life, right? So for us, it was like, we want it. We need to have a bedroom. We have to have separation, which kind of goes into the last con actually. Um, But like having a bathroom where you could normally go in and shower and all that kind of stuff. But like tons of people RV and tons of people absolutely love it. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not that hard. It's just a part of your daily routine life. But we're we're also, you know, traveling and doing all the other things. So it's just like an added whatever. Okay. The last thing is just the separation. Yeah. It's here's the thing. Like I'll try to be up on the bunk sleeping and Aaron's down here on the couch, quote unquote couch, trying to like edit videos and he's trying to be quiet because I'm a light sleeper, but I can hear everything. So it's just well, like, there's no separation. We'll move right now. Move. So see if they, yeah, see if they can hear it. It's but every movement. It's so you hear. loud. Like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and Kim's the lightest sleeper in the world. So. I am. So that's like another thing again, like it's just, it's, it's a different or like, Hey, I'm going to go now. Granted, we do have the outside. So that's kind of like our other room where you like, you can go sit outside or if we just want to like get yeah. away from each other, I go down to the beach or go for a walk. So there's definitely ways that we can separate, but it's, I think it's more of a sleeping thing. Well, if I'm ready to go to sleep, which I, I'm an early bird and you're a night owl, like we're opposite. So when I'm ready to crawl up and go to bed, then that now means that you have to be quiet and I can still hear everything that's well, going which on. Is why, so it's hard. And then on top of that, we just talked about the bull or the rhino in the small spot. So that means when it's time for me to come to You're bed, wake me up, I have period. to wake her up because yep. there's no way in the bed. Yeah. And so that is kind of shitty. Whereas a real camper has a real queen size bed on the ground. Right. So then I could go around to bed. I could sit out on the little dining area. It's perfectly fine. So it's totally different. Yeah. This van is totally different way of life than what you would do if you were living in it. Yeah. This is just temporary. But I do want to say that the one thing that I thought I was going to hate the most is the whole bathroom shower situation. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind it. Like, because we have a potty here. So to to go in there and clean up, it's kind of nice to walk. I don't know. Like, it you wakes... Take your time away. Yeah, it like wakes me up a little bit. Like, I'm like, oh, man, look how... This, look where I'm at. This is beautiful. I get in my shower. Like, I grab my stuff. I come back. I walk. I feel fresh. I feel clean. I get in my van. I sit outside. Like, yeah. I thought I was going to hate that. And I, honestly, you and I did laundry without even thinking about it. It was super simple. The laundries are huge. Yeah. So it's like one load. Bing, bing, bing. Done. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. Now we haven't folded it, but still. I do love that. Like, I love... I love taking that shower and getting dressed and like feeling that and like walking out and having like the cool air hit you coming and like sitting and having a cup of coffee or I, here's the thing again, I feel like I'm trying to over justify. I don't know why, but I'm not trying to paint a picture of like, this is 
horrible. No, I don't think you have, actually. Okay, because I, I actually really enjoy... Like, this is such a cool experience. Like, we're in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. We're living in a van. I get to live in a van with my husband and have these crazy adventures. All these stories that are coming from this. Like, it's such a cool adventure, and I'm so grateful to be here. But when we were just comparing for people who are like, should I travel in a van? Or should I rent a car and stay in hostels or stay in Airbnbs? Like, what's the better fit when you're really trying to figure out what's going to be the best and most relaxing experience for you? Agreed. That's what I really wanted to give our honest feedback of what it's been like living in a van um, and give the full picture because it's not all rainbows and butterflies and it's not like, you know, so easy and amazing and blah, blah, blah. Like there's other things that go into it. And so I really wanted to be able to talk about both sides so people can get a real idea of what, if they want to do it or and not. I agree. And another thing is if you're in a car, I believe, honestly, I picked up driving on the left side pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a... a a thing that I should be proud of myself for. You're good for, at that kind of stuff, though. Or if that's not that difficult and people make it out to be difficult because I didn't think it was that difficult. Again, it takes just more thought. It does. You have to <laughs> always be thinking. And the one time I didn't think is when I turned down the wrong way. And I think we talked about that in the last. <laughs> yeah, and I did. literally was tired. I didn't know where I was yeah. going. It was nighttime and I turned down the wrong. And the lady was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm backing up. Um, which makes me realize I didn't even look when I backed up. So thank God there was not a car coming. I just literally panicked and just backed up. Um, but they, um, oh I don't know God what I was, crap, what I was getting at. Oh, in a car, literally, I feel like if I was driving in a car, we'd be zipping through this oh, yeah. area. Like there's hardly any traffic. When there is traffic, it's like camper vans. The rest of it's like motorcycles and small vehicles that haul ass around this place. Right. And so literally if we are in a normal like SUV car, We'd just be like, we'd yeah. be getting to where we need to get. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. We'd have better gas mileage. So you can weigh that out because when you are driving, it is top heavy. You do feel the wind. Uh, you have to be yeah. careful and you have to be cognizant and aware of who's behind you. And so there's a lot of times that I could be driving, but you're on a two lane road. And so you want to respect the Kiwis here and the locals and pull off the side of the road and let them go instead of waiting another five, 10 kilometers for another passing lane. So you're always on alert. And so if you're in a car, you could just zip through. Whereas in a camper van or an RV, you need to be con- cognizant of the locals and respectful and try to pull over every time you can. So that is another level of delay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think we covered, I think we covered all the things. I think we did. If you are, if you have any questions, like we still have what? Oh, 10 days left. 10 days left. Ten days. And I will say that we are starting to find our flow and our groove. Yeah. Just like anything. You, the first couple of days, it's a little rocky. You're trying to figure it out. You know, anything takes time to get used to and adjust and find your routine within whatever you're doing. And I feel like we're starting to find that. I mean, the first day of driving, I think I'm surprised you didn't murder me. I'm surprised I didn't close. murder myself. But I was absolutely terrified because you could you could feel every movement. It felt like this thing was top heavy. I was nervous about driving on the opposite side. And the roads are very mountainous. So yeah. it's very like, oh, you could just drop off the side of a cliff and you're up thousands of feet in the yeah. air. Like it was no and joke. And she wasn't helping me because she couldn't. Oh, my Aaron's like trying to ask me like, is there cars? Is there this? And my, my eyes are closed and I'm basically crying and sitting on his lap while he's trying to drive. God needed, bless you. I needed You're... that. I just needed that justification that there's nobody in my blind spot because I'm not used to driving something this size and there's really no 
blind spot and the traffic patterns are different. And so are they coming from different ways that I'm not looking? And I'm telling you, turning right sucks yeah. because turning right is the toughest thing because you're looking in an opposite direction of where traffic's coming than what you're normal normally used to and you have to turn across the street which is weird yeah and so turning right has been tough for me but kim has been helping me well that day was a total shit show <laughs> yeah. again god bless you because you just handled it like a boss you stay calm well, thank you. you figure it out i'm just like so grateful for you because if it was me i would have been pulled over crying yeah. on the side of the road that being said I've gotten so much you better. Have. I feel much more relaxed. You're actually better here than you are in the United States, which it's is I'm really, very bizarre. I'm really working on it. I'm hoping that maybe on a road trip, you might actually take a nap in the Jeep. Ooh, because not get crazy. Let's not push it. You need your co-pilot there to help I you. Do I've not. saved us from like dying millions of times. You it's don't even understand. You don't even know. Okay. But we're finding our flow. Things are getting easier. The driving's getting easier. Everything is. And so we'll stay tuned. We still I, have 10 more days I do in the van. End, I do want to end with this. I was going to say something. Go ahead. I was going to say, we still have more time. So we'll probably do even like an update. But if you do have any questions and you just want to talk to somebody who's done it, because I wish I could have had that. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. That's really the best way to get a hold of us. I'm always in the DMs. Um, and, and feel free to ask any questions. So. Or you can uh, email us at ask at freedomandscrubs.com. Mm -hmm. DM's better. DM I get better. I get back to those way faster. That's very emails. true. Um, I do want to end in this because it is funny. I am currently editing the video of us picking up our juicy van. And it's really funny because I'm watching this video and it's basically us finding her and, and they show us which one we're going to have. And Kim is freaking out to where the girl is laughing because she's like, you like it? Like, I can't believe you guys are this excited. Like Kim's like, it's freaking huge, man. This is the coolest thing ever. I'm going to settle in so nice oh here. Like, look at the potty. Look at the kitchen. It is nice. So I'm basically saying that. And then we're discussing this <laughs> podcast and it's just like con, 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 con. And it was the funny to see the polar opposite of circa eight days in. Right. What happens. And I think that you just mentioned it. It's an adjustment. And I think the last half we figured it out now. I think we do have it figured out pretty well. Yeah. And it'll be an easy last eight days where these last two days, the newness weared off, the the whole like yeah. excitement of it wore off and it became real. And then now it'll be exciting and again. And that's what I was going to say is sometimes like in that moment, you're excited about the van. And again, this van is amazing. And I was excited. But the reality of what that what it's like to live in this vessel yeah. is different than the excitement of jumping in it and, you know, right. taking off for the day. Right. Right. And so things get real yeah. and you got to figure it out, but we're figuring it out. And like I said, things are getting better yeah. overall. Great experience. We'll keep you posted. We still have 10 days. Definitely check out the YouTube channel again at Kim. At, uh, yes. It's Kim and Aaron. So K I M A N D. E-R-R-A-N-G. And that's where you can find all of our travel vlogs. And again, we are on the hunt for a good McDonald's or a Burger King or some kind of fast food KFC. joint. Because they've got the fast Wi-Fi over here in New yeah, Zealand. Like, so we can get these videos uploaded. Exactly. I paid ten I paid five or three US uh for ten gigs, but you can't upload. Which sucks. So I'm like, I thought I had it. I was excited to upload our first Orange Theory video. 
and I can't upload on that internet. So, so we have to find a freaking KFC or something. We love fast food. It's just a side note. New Zealand isn't known for having the best internet. No. They just don't. Like, you can... I've been using internet just fine, but if you're trying to upload, like, we are live stream, something like that. So... Yeah. Anywho, we will leave go. it at that. We're gonna go take showers and, and eat and eat and edit and do all the van life things. Yep. And we will see you next week. See you next same week. Same time, same place. Absolutely. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it out with your friends and we will be back next Tuesday. And subscribe. And subscribe. Do it. Now. Now. Or else we'll come find you. In our van. In our van. Juicy girl. Juicy, the juicy Jew. The juicy Jew. Or the juice is loose. The juice is loose. That's her name. Deuces.